Back in December, we did the pandemies. Uh, now that plan. <laughs> now that we have uh, we've reached the end of the uh, AEW already back on the road. Ryan, this past Monday, I know you you really had a hard time with it, but the WWE Thunderdome is no more. It has been disassembled. They are they are out of Florida. WWE is back on the road starting tomorrow night uh, with uh, SmackDown and heading uh, heading forward here. So I thought let's let's do a couple of categories. We focused on a lot of like the best ofs uh, when we did the pandemies back in in December. So these are a few of the uh, worst ofs. Now we did we did do some uh, positive ones as well, but but the, these I kind of looked at some of the the worst ofs. So. Um, but the first one, let's, uh, Mark, how'd, how'd that story go? Did you, uh, you didn't hear the end of it? No, we got it. It was a great story. Best, best story so I've he, heard today. So he swears at her in algebra. She yells at him in Spanish. Perfect. Cause he was the math teacher. Yes. Yeah. Cause I, I remember that from the beginning. Um, so let's look at the, the, the full pandemic era of professional wrestling here. Uh, the most surprising moments of the pandemic era um dear god i'm going to start with you mark what is the most surprising moment of the pandemic era my gosh the most surprising moment it <laughs> didn't shane mcmahon have a match in the uh, pandemic god. era yeah yeah this shane here comes the money here we go money talks here comes the money All right. Well, probably the most surprising, and not in a good way, was that awful uh, the zombies that injured Miz. Mm. That was surprising, just terrible. Yeah, I'll, I'll get, I'll get I, to that. I will get to that I one would for have sure. Never ever thought that would happen. <laughs> but hey, here we are. Yeah, zombies. I think. I think he does. Tim needs a hug. <laughs> oh, Tim. Tim, I'm sending you a virtual hug. Um, Matt, what was the uh, your most most surprising that- moment? That was actually mine, not just because of the stupidity of it, but it finally got Jim to give a zero to something WWE. The zombies, related. yeah. <laughs> that was so That so is bad. shocking. <laughs> was that your real answer? Yes. All right, Ryan, what was yours? Uh, the most shocking moment is when Sting showed up on AEW unannounced and actually shocked wrestling fans. All right, Tim. He went around and gave everybody the shocker. <laughs> uh, the passing of Brody Lee. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. Um, That's sad. M- mine, and it's just, I, I if I go back to the beginning of it, I, I don't think um, I thought this was going to happen ever, more, much less in, in this year, was The Miz becoming WWE champion. That's good. Uh, then we go to the best and worst cinematic matches. Of course, these kind of became a staple there for a while for uh, WWE. AEW threw their hat, hand into there as well. Yes. Just an honorable moment real quick uh, for, for a surprising moment. A WrestleMania with zero fans. One fan. It was in the, the ceiling. Oh, it was that one fan. Yeah, the big one big fan. Up there in the ceiling. That's a big ass fan. But the big ass fan. But yeah, no, I mean that. Well, that was like my backup. Yeah, yeah. Somebody definitely. else said Sting. Um, Sting. 
So best and worst uh, cinematic matches. Uh, my best, it, you know, I go back to uh, it made my my top matches of the year last year. Boneyard match. Uh, we've we've talked at length about that. Um, my worst actually was the NXT backlot brawl with uh, Adam Cole, Bay Bay, and Redacted. Um, it just I love the original backlot brawl, and what we got was nothing close to what I was expecting. It it just it didn't hit, and then of course Redacted uh, as well. So, uh, Tim, your best and worst of the cinematic matches. Um, best is always gonna kind of go to the Boneyard match with The Undertaker and AJ Styles, and the worst cinematic match will be featured from Extreme Rules Horror Show. Uh, that would be the, the horror show at Extreme Rules. <laughs> Wyatt Family Boogaloo Swamp <laughs> Boogaloo Jamboree, where Braun Strowman lost his hair thanks to the Bayou Cajun waters of the boom hour. God, I I hate that match. Oh my God. I didn't even want to talk about it, but golly, the boogaloo shrimp kebab burrie. It would have been better if they would have had a crawdad eating contest. Instead, Instead, we had Braun Strowman looking at Braun Strowman, and then there was some underwater boogie boogie. I am. Man. I'm still just mad that we didn't get a a, a cameo from ZZ in Goddamn Alligator. Ryan, what was your best and worst cinematic match? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Boneyard match here uh, as the best. Um, man, just what a what an awesome match! I actually watched that the other day just to watch something. Um, and the worst was the. Was the Viking Prophets uh, versus like Akira Kitazawa and the Ninjas on Raw that one time? They ended up in like a, a dumpster, and there was like a giant octopus <laughs> or something in that match. Was and... that also? Was that also at the horror show at Extreme? Rules? No, that was like at Raw. Yeah, it was just a random. That was real bad. Oh, I thought that started random. at a pay per view, and then the Ninjas. It started in the pay per view. Uh, but then the actual match, I believe, took place with Raw the next night. Perhaps it was it was not good. It was it was it's booty, fast. as the kids say. Cheeks. Oh, is it cheeks now? Say. Oh, it's it's cheeks, cheeks now. Shit, I'm way behind. Uh, Matt, your your best and worst of these cinematic matches. I mean, it's it's hard to argue with the Boneyard match, but I'm still going to choose the Firefly Funhouse just because they did the right thing with that one too. Um, I think it could have ended better than it did, but I still enjoyed it overall. Um, and I, I enjoyed like the build up to it and the overall. The worst one is going to come from AEW, and that was Britt Baker versus Big Swole. In the oh, I forgot about that one. Oh, I forgot about that. Was awful. I actually forgot about that one. That's how. Awful. You know what and matches? I was, I was actually kind of looking forward to it, and it just <sighs> it it sucked. You know how bad an AEW match has to be when I don't even remember it happened to shit on it. That's how bad it was. It's actually fair. Uh, Intern Mark, fair. your best and worst of the cinematic matches. Well, the best was the uh, the Boneyards, for sure. 
And then uh, when Tim was talking about the uh, Boogaloo shrimp and pogo sticks, my mind took me back there oh so quick. So the uh... I, I absolutely love that reference. It's one of the greatest pop songs of all time. Easily my favorite boy band song. Oh man, Ron, I like it when you laugh when I tell a joke and uh, you like fun dip and cherry coke. All right, don't abuse it, Mark. Um, <laughs> But the worst, I, I was going with that uh, the, that Bayou match down there in the bayous of uh, Louisiana. But, boy, I'll tell you what, that, that dentist uh, office match was horrendous. So, boy, it's tough to pick a winner in that. I think I'd have to side with the uh, that uh, dentist office waiting room brawl or whatever it was called. With the... I mean, they, were, they were both terrible. Yeah, they... They... <laughs> oh, my God, they were horrendous. They really were. They both were. Uh, they both were pretty bad. Um. Devin said the uh, the Firefly Funhouse was his. The worst was the the swan fight. Yeah, they put the swans in the ring, and the swans was like a cockfight, but with swans. <laughs> no, it was uh, they they cloned Miss Swan from uh, Mad TV. Swan and they, she fought herself. Uh, hey, Mark, you got another fan there. That's Joe's go-to. That's a hell of a song. Karaoke oh, song. So good, and it's in right now. It's summertime. Um, all right, let's go to the worst match of the pandemic era. The worst match that you can think of from the last approximately 15 or so months. Uh, Mark, we'll start with you. Goldberg. <laughs> just, just Goldberg. Goldberg, just, versus Goldberg. just Goldberg. Just Goldberg versus anybody. So bad. Um, so bad. It was Goldberg and uh, Drew, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, from Royal oh, Rumble. So bad. That's not even the worst <laughs> Goldberg match of the pandemic. Was he? Oh yeah, because he was in the WrestleMania with Braun. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, that match was, was infinitely yeah, worse. Right. The you know, Drew right, that, one, that at that least, was, Drew just kicked his ass. That was horrendous. So Terrible. Mark says Goldberg. Uh, just Matt. Goldberg in general. Matt. I hope he never comes back. Oh boy. Don't watch Raw on Monday. <laughs> Why? Well, oh, Goldberg. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt, yeah we'll go. just let the cat out of the bag right now. <laughs> that, that cat is hissing, Mark. <laughs> what the fuck? Ron, yeah. you had that cat scratch fever. Mike's, Mike's, to, Mike's right there with you, Mark. He's Goldberg. Hard to argue Thanks, that. Mike. But I will still say this match was my least favorite. I know some people enjoyed it. It was Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso, where we had the towel. Ooh. Ooh. It's fine. It's fine. If you guys like that cheesy shit, then that's fine. And that's why Unreal. you're getting Goldberg back, and you all deserve it. I got Unreal. no problem with Goldberg. I know you don't. Unreal. <laughs> getting Goldberg. Uh, Ryan. Or Matt. This I, I had to look this up <laughs> oh, no. um, uh, because I, I it feels like forever ago. Any match from Raw Underground. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the host of Raw Underground? Do you remember? No. When I went, I had to go back because there was a question in the Ask Three CT section. I had to go back and catch our year end thing, and Tim. 
on his top five matches, gave his top five matches, and then his top five raw underground matches. Yes. Right. Which was fantastic, uh, by the way. But uh, Tim, your uh, your worst match of the pandemic era. Um, I would try to go for an eye on uh, on Matt here and and say that my least favorite match was Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair from WrestleMania. That wouldn't upset him... me as much, though. Well. <laughs> Um, my least favorite match from the entire pandemic. Uh, it's probably got to be Braun Strowman and Goldberg. It's got. It's probably got to be fair. like that. Was just bad. I'm not finished with you. I can't wait till he shows up and he's the big surprise in AEW because they keep using the word big. Oh, oh, it's gonna be great. Do they really keep saying that, or is that still just? I mean, that was the, that was the that was the word Meltzer used was bigger than Andrade, bigger than Andrade. So is Meltzer like part of AEW? Yes. I mean, okay. <laughs> like I mean, unofficially, yes. Okay, so it's not technically someone from AEW saying this is bigger. No, I'm just like curious because like. The question was posed, how would you feel if someone said, well, this is bigger than you? And I would feel bad if, like, my boss said that or someone within the Right, like, I, I don't think, I don't think this. the internet said that, then I don't remember. Right, like, I don't think this came from Tony Khan. Like, okay. at least I haven't seen it presented as from Tony Khan. So then it was yeah, it'll a be non great. story. It was just a, a, a way to pick. Got it. Got it. Understood. Um, you guys, I, I love you guys, but you got this question wrong. The worst match of the pandemic era was the goddamn zombie fucking lumberjack match. That's not a debate. Goldberg, as shitty as his matches were, lost both of them. Zombie lumberjack match. That's the answer. He's right, you know. Zero, a fucking F, a zero F. Zero. That's how, that's the grade it got from me. Zero point zero. Zero. Nothing. It was horrible. Tim, is that the worst thing WWE's ever done? It's, it's, well, no. Like, I mean. It's up there? It's it's up there. It, well, that was fucking awful. Like, when I can't find a way to justify something WWE did, that's how... I mean, they how... got paid a lot of money for They that did, but, like, I feel like at some point... And typically, Jim, you're the, well, look, they had to make a I know! Back, so this is the way I know! <laughs> that's the most amazing part about this. Because normally it's like, look, you know, somebody's paying you money, but, but at some point you gotta go, can we not, can we not do this? Like, and I get, like, it's not for me as a 36-year-old guy, but fuck, it was bad. It was so fucking bad. Um, Devin. Devin got this right. He said he's right there with me. I like I like Mike's style. Mox versus Omega, the exploding ring. I definitely... Wait, that, that match that was, match was The match was good. The ending, the ending was bad. Like, I'm not going to pen- penalize the whole match because the match was good. I didn't even pay for that match, guys. 
<laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, it was I so bad. I didn't pay for it. Um, I did in Spanish. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to the next one. The worst feud. You hear Jim Ross in Spanish. What is what is dud in Spanish? <laughs> El dudo. Oh, Jesus Christ. Your Spanish right there. Uh, worst. This is scavenge. Are you listening? Worst feud of the era. Uh, mine is Sean Spears versus being cool. Uh, no. Uh, R-Truth versus Tozawa and his team of ninjas. Because that was, that was just we're goddamn ridiculous, too. And it, and, it, and it went on for way too long. Just way too fucking long. Tim. Retribution versus the WWE. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a good one, too. Because the best way to bring them down is for all of us to sign contracts and be official Raw superstars. How terrible. Got to destroy it from the inside, Tim. I'm Don't sure that's NWO. A... NWO never signed WWE contracts. That's true, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh Ryan. Your yeah, worst my answer feud. Um, is not as good as what Tim said, so I will officially change my answer to Retribution versus the WWE. Um, actually, the worst feud I had written down was me versus this fucking show every week. Uh, that's actually what I wrote down. But uh, Retribution is probably a better, more fitting answer. So um, T-Bar, Joint Pain, I don't know, Asparagus, whatever the fuck their names were. Asparagus. <laughs> This slap dick, slap T-bone. Uh, um, Matt, your worst feud of the pandemic era. The one that just did absolutely nothing for me was Lana versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Especially because it just how? went. I feel like you didn't give it a chance, though. No. <laughs> what about uh, Nia? Probably Hulk? fair. <laughs> That's the best thing to come out of it. Mark, what did you say? The best thing to come out of Nia's hole was uh, the feud. Is that what you said, Matt? (laughs) Yes. Where is it? Ah! Um, Mark. (laughs) Mark, worst worst feud. Tim's going to get upset, so you might want to take your uh, headphone off. But legitimately, the worst feud was uh, Shane McMahon and... uh, Braun, that whole well, no, I, I did. Was, it's just the music. Bad. The only I was actually bad. Don't call me stupid. Come on, what is this? Kindergarten, yeah, that's Don't call me stupid. Oh, Honorable mention, no, we'll for me call went you fired. To, uh, went to Seth and the Mysterios. Oh, that was uh, the telenovela, mm, yeah. Um, Devin says, uh, the fiend versus Randy Orton. Ooh, Ooh. Devin, that's your first warning, my guy. That is your first warning. Um, all right. The worst moment of the era. Mark, we'll start with you. Oh man, the worst moment. We already talked enough about the zombies, but that was <laughs> that was uh, that was my top worst moment. I don't know if you get a worse. I mean, that. you you, you can repeat her. You know there are. Shows and movies and things that win multiple awards, so you can you can go repeater on these. Boy, I hate to keep sticking with that one, but I don't think there's anything worse. I mean, the whole retribution angle falling apart was was up there, and they started out promising. Um, yeah, I'll have to stick. I hate to do it because 
It's we okay. already talked about the zombies, but I'm going to go with the, the cranberries and zombie. There you go, uh, Matt. Um, just to change things up a little bit, I will say the eye scene from the Rollins Mysterio match. All right. All right. I got you. Uh, Ryan. Or sorry, the, the fishing. The, 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 the fishing bobber. Fishing bobber. Bob. They got popped out. The, the fishing. The fishing what? Bobber. Bob. Bobber. Bob. Oh, come on. Bob. Now it's locking up on me. Uh, Ryan. Yeah, it's hard to argue the zombies here again, uh, <laughs> but to change things up, I'll, I'll go a different direction. I think the worst moment, um, and, and uh, it's 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 bad for reasons that it's not like obviously bad like the zombies were, but the Undertaker's retirement in front of zero fans, I think, is a really shitty moment. That um, I don't know. We had like those little coils, but that uh, yeah, it's just man. Just it didn't hit for me. I didn't like much of it. So Taker retiring in front of nobody's got to be the worst moment for me. I, I I do sincerely hope that that he will get that he'll have. A, I mean, I'm he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, but I, I feel like if you're ever going to have a single person induction, and I don't know that they will do it, but if you're ever going to have a single person induction again, he's the one. And I think because that's that's how the career ended. Your last match was in w- with no fans. Your retirement was with no fans. Like to me, that's like the as as good as you can get with the make good is to give him a Hall of Fame all of his own and let him have that moment WrestleMania weekend. I, I think that's that would be a great way to do it. Um, but yeah, that, that's a good one, Ryan. That's a good one, uh, Tim. Not one, not two, but three rounds of budget cuts by the WWE during the pandemic. It's fair. That's fair. You know, we, we talked about those at length, and, and yeah, that's that's true. Um, mine is, kind, well, this one's kind of a joking one, but someone's the Miz getting hurt. In the goddamn zombie lumberjack match. The guy who's wrestled for like over a decade and has never gotten hurt and never hurts anybody gets hurt in a goddamn zombie match. Um, but but in actuality, um, the passing of Brody Lee and wrestling fans, and I know it's a, mi- a minority of them, but wrestling fans hating on negative one, like being a part of AEW, like just don't, if you're that guy and I get everybody gets to make their own choice. Don't be that guy. Like I think what AEW is doing for Brody Lee's family and for his son is awesome. And, and, and having that group of people to help him and help them. It's fantastic. I I don't, I don't see how you can, dislike that in any way um so the passing of Brody lee uh is 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 my worst moment of the era um mike says breaking up the hurt business uh is his worst uh yeah definitely wasn't a fan of that one um oh i guess devin going back to justifying the fiend versus randy orton because they didn't have 
the fiend win and then finally the the last uh category for the end demi award or yeah end demi awards is a uh, wrestler who benefited the most oh he, we got a good one for for worst moment gronk just gronk oh my god that was that, that was like yeah that was ago. he was the, him and mojo raleigh like he was the host Man, if you would have asked, I would have thought that was three, four years ago. Maybe. Doesn't it feel, like seriously? I mean, fifteen months, but if like wow. WrestleMania in a empty performance center feels much longer than fifteen months ago, much longer. Um, but wrestler who benefited most from the pandemic era, and for me, it, it's kind of a tie. And one head of the table, Roman Reigns. I, I, I still stand by. I don't think. We get to, to we. I don't think we get this Roman Reigns with, without the uh, the Thunderdome and the pandemic era, and uh, also Bobby. I think the Hurt Business and everything they did there. I don't know if we if we get that or if we get it the same way or if it's received it the same way. Uh, so Bobby Lashley, Roman Reigns are the wrestlers who benefited the most in my in my opinion from the pandemic era. Tim. Biggest. Who who benefited the most? Bailey. Okay. I almost went Bailey. I almost went Bailey. I, I think, I think she was like the, I think she was WWE's MVP for the entire period. Uh, Ryan. Uh, I went with a wrestler who got away with a ton of shit that I think benefited him uh, throughout the pandemic because there weren't fans present. And that is Bray Wyatt and The Fiend. They were able to do stuff like, I don't know, set himself on fire um, in an yeah. insane Inferno match, which nobody mentioned, but a match that was um, visually things I never thought I would see in a WWE ring, let alone a wrestling match just in general. Um just amazing what they were able to do without fans for the fiend it's kind of a bummer that uh whatever happened here at the end mental issues whatever kind of took them off the road um to come out of the uh the pandemic with a bit of momentum but uh the fiend i love what they did with it um and on the flip side hate everything that they're doing with alexa bliss so you haven't bought your uh, lily doll yet never no awful merry christmas uh matt how about uh, how about you, wrestler who benefited I was most? Actually, going to say Alexa Bliss just because that whole storyline of her with the Fiend, I think, was some of the most watched moments in Raw that we saw during the pandemic. And like Ryan said, we don't get those moments if there's a live crowd. I think she benefited just as much as he did. And considering that she still kind of has the storyline going on, like it or hate it, she's benefiting from it. Um, yeah, I mean that when, when, when they did that, that initial, initial run, cause that was still back in the performance center. That was even pre Thunderdome. Like that was, uh, you know, yeah, that was great stuff there. Um, Mark, who is your wrestler who benefited the most? I'm boys. Let's see. I'm just going to go with oh, uh, Roman Reigns because he's a heel. And I don't know if we really got that heel Roman Reigns if there were still fans there, is what I'm saying. I don't know. I think he still would have had a little bit of a pop 
from the fans. <laughs> so he is a heel. He's a heel. Um, Devin says Roman Reigns. Uh, Mike has Bailey since she was the pandemic MVP. Uh, Joe says the deliciousness that is Austin Theory. And because uh, Devin also says the feet. So Fiend and uh, Roman Reigns for him as well. Um, who would benefit the most? Because nobody had any AEW. Who benefited the most in AEW, would you say? Because, I mean, I and they're a little bit different because they've had fans back even at Daly's Plays for a while. But do you think there was anybody that benefited the most down there? I mean, I think Darby Allen may be their, the, the, the star that has kind of come out of this the biggest, but... Um, that's a good question. Yeah, I was trying to think of that too, and nobody was jumping out at me. No, Britt, I was Britt Baker. I think uh, she to me feels as big in AEW right now as anybody. Jungle I feel Boy. Like, I feel like Jungle she was Boy. and Jungle Boy were both on that trajectory, pandemic or not. Yeah. That no, I, I mean, that's that's the tough part. Like, I don't know anybody that strictly benefited. Mike says Dark Order. See, that was that was my initial thought, but that's. I mean, it's a shame how they've benefited from that. Yeah. Yeah, huh. it's hard. That's, a, that's I, like, wild. I, Jericho, because people are singing his theme song now, and like that, the absence oh. of that. Maybe I don't maybe. know. Maybe yeah, I don't know. Uh, and is it? Do, does they do they feel different because they've had fans for months? Like we don't, even though they were at Daly's place and for a while it was a minimal crowd, but do we? Do we look at their pandemic era differently because it wasn't in front of virtual screens? Yeah. I mean, they didn't, they didn't get as many freedoms, I guess you could say too, that the WWE got because there were crowds. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's, unless anybody, any other, any other thoughts to kind of wrapping up the, the pandemic era before we, before we move on to uh money in the bank this coming weekend uh, the only other thing would be the same question posed for nxt but they've always kind of incorporated a smattering of fans and i can't think of anybody that's overly benefited from that in nxt either no i mean i think the the only person that i think really kind of came into their own that wasn't uh, not not and then not even that she wasn't on that course before the pandemic, but Raquel Gonzalez, I think, is is kind of your your newest star. Your you know, like otherwise, you know, EO and Balor and the Undisputed Era and Cool Kyle and all of that. Like, yeah, you know, they were all major players before the pandemic, but but Raquel probably sticks out to me. But, um, Pat. McAfee, but I feel like he was on that trajectory just the same. Mike has Zia Lee here as of late. Okay. Yeah, okay. I can, I'll, I'll agree with that one a little bit. Mercedes Martinez for not being part of Retribution for more than like 13 hours. Well, that's true. Uh, let's see. Lee here says two guys, non WWE or AEW. He have watched a lot of online Warhorse and Danhausen. I think Danhausen has absolutely um kind of become a star throughout this era a hundred percent um 
and and I mean it sounds funny, but like I mean I was aware of like of you know like of, of who Danhausen was, but I never even like really like paid much attention. And then I mean I listened to Jim Cornette's podcast most weeks, and like somebody had ordered a Danhausen cameo for Jim Cornette. They sent it to Cornette and they played it on there, and like Cornette thought it was freaking hilarious. I you know I thought it was fantastic. So like that. That helped, like, get me going down the Danhausen. Uh, so I'm assuming Cornette hated it, but appreciated the gimmick. Cornette's never seen Danhausen wrestle. Okay. So Cornette loved loved the Danhausen cameo. So I'm assuming if he ever sees him wrestle, it'll go the other way. But, um, but yeah, love. I mean, he's not a bad wrestler, so don't take us. No, that but way. it's it's not a bad wrestler. Cornette's all about like you know he's it's old school chain big, wrestling. Cornette, big guys chain you chain wrestling all of that when you know men look like men you know like all all those old assholes say. 